Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, not only the best dentist I've ever gone to, he's the only dentist I've gone to in the last 27 years. You know why? Because he's the best. That's why. Take control of your dental health. Do it right now. 317-849-2933. That's the number to call to hire Dr. Mike O'Neill as your dentist. Punch subscribe. Punch like. Ring the bell. Let's talk about sports. Colts fans are not satisfied. The draft of Quiddy Pay at 21. You know what? That's a good thing. Signing Eric Fisher as the new left tackle, assuming that that Achilles heals the way it's supposed to and the leg strengthens the way it's supposed to. Trading for Carson Wentz, who in 2017 was an MVP candidate in his second year with the Philadelphia Eagles and in the two subsequent years played really good football. Last year, not so much. Colts fans... They're excited about this team, but they want more. They want Julio Jones. They want Chris Ballard to execute a deal with the Atlanta Falcons that would bring Julio Jones, an all-world Hall of Fame potential wide receiver, to Indianapolis. And I'm here to tell you it is not going to happen. It's not something Chris Ballard will do. It's the kind of deal he never does. Remember what Ryan Grigson did with Andre Johnson? That free agent deal would be similar to this as a trade. And it would cost the Colts draft equity going in the other direction. That's not something that Chris Ballard does lightly. Number two, you know what? Julio Jones damaged goods. Last year had a hamstring that just would not heal. As a result, Julio only played nine games. In those nine games, 51 catches, 771 yards, three touchdowns. Not exactly the kind of productivity you would expect from Julio Jones. And because he's 32, maybe you don't project it going further. You hope that Julio Jones can, because we don't wish ill upon anybody, do we? No, of course not. But if you're the Colts, you're not going to send draft equity to the Falcons in order to absorb a bad contract like Jones's contract. Next year, his salary, $15.3 million dollars. 
The following year in 2022, $11.5 million. And if you want to get out of the deal before the 2023 season, it's going to cost you $7.75 million. Chris Ballard does not like spending Jim Irsay's money and his cap space in order to have guys not play. He doesn't do that. And so he's not going to do that. Julio Jones will not be an Indianapolis Colt. It just doesn't make sense in the way Chris Ballard needs it to make sense for him to make that kind of deal. So, got to be happy with what we got. Don't know who one of the linebackers is going to be. You got Bobby Okariki and Darius Leonard. Don't know who the third guy is going to be. But other than that, this team returns kind of intact from what it was last year, minus Anthony Costanzo, minus Phillip Rivers, plus Eric Fisher, plus Carson Wentz, and Marlon Mack comes back from being injured, and Paris Campbell comes back from being injured. I'm telling you, if that team can stay healthy, they can win games. That schedule, which is going to be released tomorrow, we know who they're going to play, but we don't know in what order. The schedule they've got for next year is tough, tough, tough. As easy as it was or as easy as it looked, it's never easy to beat an NFL team right? There are no real patsies in the NFL. But comparatively, what they had last year, uh, not a difficult schedule compared to what they've got this year. They do have six games against the AFC South. Thank God they're in the AFC South. They've got a game against the Jets. You win those seven games, you take your chances with the other 10, you hope to split them. That would be a wonderful result if you do that you're 12 and 5, and at 12 and 5, you're going to the playoffs and you likely win the AFC South. The Colts are in good shape in large part because Chris Ballard doesn't make the kind of deal that fans want him to make for Julio Jones. It's not going to happen. It just won't. That is not what Ballard does. I was asked this question today What is the one rule in basketball I would change? And I'll, I'll tell you what it is because it kind of came into play last night. As I'm watching the Pacers, beat a terrible Cavaliers team, and almost gack it up, almost lose the game. But with about 35 seconds left, and the Pacers up by seven, Cleveland calls a timeout. And and they keep calling timeouts because as long as you've got timeouts and you can advance the ball, why wouldn't you call a timeout? You know, let's say it's a 1-500 in shot that you have down seven with a half minute left to come back and win. 1-500, in that's fine. You know what? Am I going to tell my GM, hey, you know what? I had better stuff to do than coach basketball until 1030 at night. And so, yeah, I kind of mucked it and and said to hell with it. We don't need to call more timeouts. No, of course you're going to call timeouts if you can advance the ball. And that's exactly what the Cavaliers did. And it made watching the final minute of that game just horrible. Pace of play when it should be exciting is completely corrupted by timeouts. So my rule to get rid of, timeouts. I want timeouts gone. I want them gone from uh, basketball, college, and pro. I want them gone from football, especially in college. The NFL, look, here's the thing. is you look at baseball, it's like Rob Manfred looks at baseball, and Adam Silver looks at basketball, and Mark Emmert, and, you know, whoever at the NCAA looks at college football and in college basketball, you've got to say, all right, we got a problem. Our pace of play is problematic. The one sport and league that does not have a problem, football, the NFL. 
Pace of play, not a problem, unless you go to the game. Then it's a little bit onerous. But other than that, you know what? The final minute of the game, if the team ahead has the ball, bye-bye. It goes by in real time. It's excellent more often than not. And in basketball, it is absolutely plotting. Games never end. So please, put into place. And it's not about the amount of time these things take. It's not about Major League Baseball games averaging three hours and seven minutes. It's not. It's about the pace of play within the game. We'll talk about baseball in a minute. And in basketball, it's about the pace of play in the last two minutes of the game. I watched a game, and it wasn't that long ago, but Thad Mata was still the coach at Ohio State. And this kind of thing happens from time to time. But I actually timed this one. The final minute of, the, of an Ohio State basketball game took 16 minutes to play. That cannot happen. 60 seconds, they don't need to go by in 60 seconds. But you can't have minute after minute after minute elapsing without any kind of on-court activity. You can't do it. Time out. A little bit of play. Time out. A little bit of play. Time out. It's crazy. You can't have that. You can't expect fans. And you know what? Not coincidentally, where are the ratings the highest? With the National Football League. That game and sport and league on TV is rolling. They are incredibly popular right now. Those games on television, something like 70 of the top 100 television events in the last calendar year were NFL games on TV. Can't baseball and basketball learn? Can't they learn from the National Football League and figure out a way to fix end-of-game pace of play? Can't they? Take away the timeouts, and I think it fixes itself. Who, who do timeouts benefit? Not fans, not players. Players don't like timeouts. Time, players go over for timeouts, and they try to kind of pretend to pay attention to what the coach is saying. The only people in the building, let's say 19,000 people watching a basketball game or playing it, or being part of the Fieldhouse staff or whatever, only two people in the entire building want timeouts, exercise timeouts, and benefit from timeouts, and those are the two head coaches. Other than that, nobody likes timeouts. Get rid of timeouts. Understand this, if you're basketball or if you're baseball, that you exist at the pleasure of the people who watch. The only reason that players make 30 sometimes $40 million is because fans watch on TV and in person. That's the only reason. So you better figure out how to please the fans instead of pleasing your coaches. Same thing in college basketball. We know this is a, a multi-billion dollar business. It isn't all about education, and it's certainly not all about the kids. So why are the coaches, the people in the room, who adjudicate rule changes and alterations. Why are they in charge of rules when they have nothing whatsoever to do with the popularity of their own sport? What they think makes fair play doesn't make any damn difference. Rob Manfred has it completely twisted with baseball. What baseball should do, the fix is so simple it boggles the imagination. All right, what you do to fix baseball is you shrink the counts. Three balls for a walk, Two strikes for a strikeout. That's it. No more three and two. 
No more going 0-2 only to go 3-2. No. We're going to truncate this thing just like they do in slow-pitch softball, and we're going to get the game moving because it's about pace of play, not duration of play. And pace of play is just awful. Pace of, pitchers taking 20 seconds between pitches. Okay, you want to take time between pitches? Just make less pitches. We go to the bullpen. Two, two rounds through the lineup, you go to the bullpen, right? Because if you don't, You look like an idiot because third time around, people smack your starter around. All right? I get it. But if your starter, through six innings, has only thrown 48 pitches, you're in pretty good shape. He's good to go. So there you go. There are my two alterations, but something's got to be done about pace of play because greed's killing. And I know the timeouts facilitate money because the timeouts open up a window for commercial content. I get that, but I'm telling you, you're, uh, you're tying off the udder, and, and you don't want to tie off the udder. Don't tie off the udder. Just continue to let the milk flow freely. All right. Uh, Pacers tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Dan Burke coming back as part of the staff of the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers are playing really good defense, and the Pacers' defense sucks. Go figure. The year after Dan Burke leaves, the Pacers have absolutely cratered in terms of their defensive mindset, their intensity, the simplicity uh, of their scheme. Scott Agnes did a really good job writing about it at uh, Fieldhouse Files. Read it if you like. Hits the nail right on the head. Good for Scott Agnes. Enjoyed the piece. And, man, did we for so long, back to uh, 1997, we enjoyed Dan Burke being a part of, of Pacers basketball and that he was just allowed to go someplace else, or or maybe it was like, Nate Bjorkren, it's your staff. If you don't want Dan Burke around, you don't have to have him around. What are you doing? Like, if if I've got a if one of the questions I would ask, okay, who's your staff? And if Dan Burke, if you hire a head coach for the Pacers last offseason, and you get an answer that doesn't include Dan Burke, you're not dealing with the guy you want to hire. Uh, we'll see what the Pacers do tonight. They've got four games left. They've got a bit of a cushion. Uh, they're ahead of the Chicago Bulls. Bulls have some tough games left. It looks like the Pacers are going to be at worst 10th, maybe 9th, as this play-in nonsense happens. Uh, man, you know what? The only answer that makes sense to Adam Silver, Rob Manfred, and to an extent Roger Goodell is mo' money, mo' money, mo' money. If they can get mo' money, that's what they want. They just, it's not about the, the beauty of the game. It's not about the popularity of the game. It's about finding a way to leverage more money out of clients and more money out of people who are paying for tickets. And you know what? It's pigs at the trough, just like Mark Cuban said. He said it about the NFL. I think it's exactly the same thing with the NBA and maybe even more so. Uh, Billy Wright is coming back to Ball State basketball, which is great news. Billy Wright, a terrific coach. Coached at Pike when the Teague brothers were there. Courtney Lee was there. Rob Vaden was there. And uh, then went off, coached at college. Six years as the head coach at Western Illinois. Now he's coming back to Ball State where he's going to be a... uh, uh, a, a men's basketball assistant, and that's just a really, really good thing. Uh, James Whitford, a very, very smart head coach. He hired Billy Wright once before. He's hired him again. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. We just solved problems here. 
It's what we do. You know what? I don't charge for this. If you're an administrator of a league, like if you're Rob Manfred or Roger Goodell or uh, uh, any of these guys, Adam Silver, Mark Emmert, you can watch this for free and learn how you should operate your league and your game, your sport. That is the kind of generous benefactor I am in the world of sports. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock on Facebook Live. Right after that on YouTube, again, hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Sorry, Colts fans, no Julio Jones. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.